0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Sober Plug Podcast. I'm your host, Connor Duffy. Something I'm going to be talking about today is, am I too young to get sober? Um, or am I too old to get sober? Maybe I'll touch on that too. I'll, I'll touch on both. But um, I think a lot of people, uh, when you're first getting clean and you're young, you know, being young in recovery, kind of has its own set of challenges because- Uh, we tell ourselves a lot of bullshit, you know, when you're younger, you think that recovery means boredom, or you think that your life is over, uh, if you can't party and, uh, like a normal person, you know, and this was something that I really struggled with in particular. I, um, I started real young. Uh, I started getting high when I was nine. And by the time I was 20, I got sober. I did not know by the time I was 20 that I was going to stay sober, you know, Um, I I gave it a shot at 20 and I was willing to make some changes, but I really didn't have faith in the fact that I could actually stay sober at a young age like that, you know, especially before. I mean, listen, I couldn't even take a legal drink yet. So I was like, there's no shot I'm going to be able to do this long term, but let me see what happens. You know, let's let's roll the dice and try try something else for a change. And uh, you know, I really, I really thought for myself that I didn't I didn't realize that I could actually have fun and actually have peace of mind and live a content life in sobriety. Like I truly thought that getting high was going to be the only way I, I could get through life and, and manage life, you know? And like I said before, um, just a minute ago, I think since I started so young, that this was just how I lived. This is just how I operated. Um, I, I did not see a future with me in <laughs> it without getting high. I, you know I figured maybe if I take a break at some other point, I'll learn or I'll, you know, I'll figure it out along the way. But I really didn't think that I'd be able to get through my early 20s and into my mid 20s without getting high or drinking. It just didn't seem possible to me. And if it did, and if I did think it was possible, it didn't seem attractive. You know, I did not think that I was going to have a life that would be fulfilling without it because that was all I knew. You know what I'm saying? I mean, shit, by the time you're 9, 10, 11, 12, and and so on, and you're teens, your brain is obviously still developing. You know, it's nowhere close to, it's like, I was, I was molding my mind into accepting the belief system that Getting high was the solution. I did not think that it was the problem. Now, I knew that my using, obviously, I saw the consequences and that it was problematic. However, the way that it was registered in my mind that getting high was going to be my solution to everything. You know, it was how I was going to have fun. It was how I was going to get through painful times. It was going to be how I celebrated good times, you know, and whether I was happy, sad, uh, feeling lonely, whatever. I thought that this was going to be this is the answer. You know what I mean? And um, I really didn't I did not believe that I would be able to develop healthy, healthy coping habits like meditation and, and getting a support network that I can actually talk to and figure out why I was feeling these fucked up thoughts, you know, why I was feeling these feelings. And, and uh, I didn't want to talk about feelings. <laughs> you know I, mean? I mean, even just me saying it now, it's like, yeah, you know, like, uh, I don't it, it, but, but it's true. Like, you just got to find your group, you got to find your herd, you know, the people that have been there, people that have done that because it's not so, it's not so vulnerable when you've got people in your corner that have been there as well. And, uh, a big part of my sobriety was finding people that were closer to my age, finding people that I saw, I saw proof of concept. You know, one of my, one of my buddies, Ben, I don't talk with him that much. Um, but when I do, it's always good to hear from him. He was a he was a big part of my recovery, man. You know, this, this other kid Andrew, this other, you know, a, a bunch of people. Um, you know, Adam, Sean, my brother. You know, my brother Chris. Even though they're they're older than me, but they still were young enough to where they were in their mid twenties and, and in their quote unquote prime years of having fun. And, and the truth is, man, you know, I don't give a shit how young you are. When you develop these problems, addiction is not fun, you know? And I kind of needed to come to terms with that. I was like, what am I really, what am I holding on to? Why do I keep reverting back to this idea that it's going to be different, that it's gonna it's going to go back to having a good time? I'm telling you, man. Once you have a mind that understands that this is an issue, you cannot cannot trick it anymore. You cannot trick your mind into going back to the old days when it was a good time. It doesn't matter how old you are. I don't care if you're 16 or if you're 60. Once you know that drinking or drugging is going to end badly for you and that it's not it's not what it used to be. It can never go back. Not long term, at least. Maybe for a day or two. <laughs> you know, maybe having a margarita on the beach or something when you're and it and it stops there. But, you know, it's just uh, it doesn't it doesn't revert back to what we make it out to be. You know, and we kind of see we look at it through, uh, uh, through a, a different lens that it's just it does not it does not paint a picture of reality. You know what I mean? And I, uh, so what I was saying before was the friends that I had that I got to hang out with. And I started going to young people's meetings that were in a a city or two over, you know what I mean? And I started uh, socializing with people and kind of becoming more comfortable with who I was. It started to become easier. But if you're in a spot where you're isolated, you know, and and I don't really care how old you are or not, it's like if you isolate and you feel like you're alone, you're done, man. You're halfway, you're halfway back to the bottle or halfway to the bag because you'll get to a place where you're like, when you're lonely and isolated, that's where, that's where addiction thrives. That's where it ends up taking us. Think about it. Think about the last time you used, maybe it was today. I don't know. But when you're at a bottle, and your addiction is, is in full force, usually it pulls us away from everything else, you know, it pulls us away from the relationships that we have, it pulls us away from our family, maybe from your job, maybe from your hobbies, you know, and it gets to a place where it ends in a different place from where it began. And that's because it pulls you away from everything else. I mean, even your peace of mind, like let's say you haven't lost your job or you haven't lost your relationships and it's still a secret. It's like it it pulls away from your mental space, the things that you should be focusing on, you cannot focus on, you know? And so I needed to come to terms when I was 20 years old that it was not what I imagined it to be, you know? And it was really important for, for me to get with like-minded people uh, who were also my age. Now, I will say it was crucial for me to learn from people who were older. You know, the old, the old cats that I, uh, that I would go to in meetings and stuff, they're the ones who taught me the wisdom. I did not, I did not get the wisdom. Not, not that I'm saying I'm wise. I, it almost, it almost makes it sound like I'm conceited. I'm not saying I'm wise. I'm saying that I learned like actual tools and, and the people that actually, um, that actually gave me the tools to, to living a sober life. I, I got that from mostly from the the older cats you know the ogs of, of aa and stuff like that you know and people who have been walking the walk for a while because i will say when you're young and in you're here your in recovery you got a lot of energy uh you could you could get in a lot of trouble too you know what i'm saying and and i definitely definitely needed to be reeled back in by by the older by the older dudes who uh you know had some wisdom to them because I certainly didn't and I and I still don't. <laughs> There's still a lot to learn. And that's the beautiful thing, man. You know, it's like I was I was looking at it wrong. And that's the thing too, like when I when I first got clean, I looked at it like my life is over. And I was so wrong. When really I I should have been looking at it like my life just began. Because guess what? I feel like that now. That's the that's the crazy shit, man. I swear to god. I swear like I'm 28 You know, at the time of this recording, it's, uh, it's May 26th of 2021 and I'm going to be releasing this on the 27th. So tomorrow morning I'll be releasing this and I'm 28 years old and I feel younger now than I've ever felt in my life. It's exciting as fuck. Like life can be really good, you know, even though it feels like in the beginning that your life might be over. And it feels real. Your mind will tell you that. Your mind will tell you that. Your fears will tell you that. It'll make you question if this is the real path you want to take. Even though you really should be just focused on one day at a time and those and all those cliches that really do work, but it's easy to forget about that stuff. But it's like our mind makes us say, Are you really going to, are you serious? You really think that you can live this way? You're really going to toss out your, your twenties and your, uh, maybe even your late teen years and and you're not going to have a good time anymore. And it starts to fuck with your head and you start to believe it. Meanwhile, the reason why you're even trying to get clean right now is because of how bad it was and because of how brutal addiction is. And where the partying brings you. It's not where it starts. It's not it's not when you take that first drink, you know what I'm saying? How it is in the beginning. What about the fiftieth one? (laughs) What about the fifteenth drink? (laughs) I just said fiftieth. See, that's how you know where my mind goes. Like it's not like you go from one to like five or ten. I I go from one to (laughs) fifty. so funny, but it's true. It's how my mind operates, you know, like, even though, even though I didn't have like a big drinking problem, if I was drinking, it was to get plastered. It was to get, it was to get wasted. And, uh, and that's how my mind always runs. I I go from one to a hundred, like, like that, you know, I can't help it. It's how I operate. It's how I always am. It's how I'll always be. You just got to focus it in the right thing. And so the point I'm trying to make here is I started focusing on the right stuff. Now I'm obsessed with a whole bunch of shit that's exciting. Like like my business and trying to to expand my brand and trying to like contribute to the world and do something well. You know, trying to do something that like makes my living worthwhile. What's your purpose? Get obsessed about it and chase that shit. You know, that's, that's how I feel. Like that's what life is about. Our pain, right? The the stuff that was my biggest pain, which is what addiction was for me. I mean, it ended up being the biggest, most painful thing I've experienced, or at least one of them. That became my contribution to the world. At least in this moment, you know, that's what I want to do. That's what I'm doing on TikTok. That's what I'm doing with this podcast. That's what I'm doing with helping people that are looking for recovery coaching, you know, that's what I do. That's why I have a free group on Telegram, you know, it's called uh, my free group on Telegram. It's called, um, no bud, no problem. It's for people that are looking to stop smoking weed and I created a group on there. It's got like 175 members in it right now. It's really cool. It's like, cool. This this is what my contribution is. You know, if you're looking to get into treatment, I can help you with that. Matter of fact, We'll take we'll take a five second break for this for uh, this information here. You know, like if if you're looking to get into treatment, hit up my line. You know what I mean? I'm I'm building I'm building resources with with people all over the country because I want to have a huge impact. You know what I mean? This is what my purpose is, is how I'm supposed to contribute to the world. And nobody can convince me otherwise. You know, it's really cool. So, uh, like I was saying, if you if you really do need if someone needs help immediately and they're trying to get into treatment, y- you call my phone or throw me a text. Uh, the number is two zero three nine one seven eight eight six two. And we'll get you squared away, you know, but this is what my life has turned into. And I love it. You know, I get excited about it. I like helping people out because I've been in a spot where I was, I was helpless and hopeless. And there's a lot of fears along the way of our journey that really try to make, you know, have us take a detour from having the life that we want. And when we have thoughts like I'm too young, you're lying to yourself. And same thing when you're, if people say you're too old. It's bullshit, you know, you're feeding yourself a shit sandwich and you're eating it. That's pretty much what that is. Just so I can decipher that for you. If that is what you're telling yourself, you know, it's, uh, it's never a bad idea to make a good decision for yourself. That's what sobriety is. That's what recovery represents. It's a good idea, plain and simple. End of story. It's a good fucking idea to get your life together. It's a good idea to build relationships with people who actually care about you. It's a good idea to be able to have a life of purpose and actually contribute to the world. You know, it's a good idea to become your best self and to to grow into your potential. It's a good idea to get your ass in the gym and become a physical beast. <laughs> if that's, you know what I mean? Like, that's what I want to do. That's what I do every day. I drag myself to the gym. You know, some days I do not want to, although I will say it's just so happy. It's just so like, it's such a routine at this point that I just do it. But like every day, not every day I want to do it, but I want the results. I want to be mentally crisp. I want my body to look good. I want to talk to people confidently and meet people in the gym and whatever the case may be. You know what I'm saying? All the things that come with that. And I think a lot of people wait to be motivated, but you can't. It doesn't take motivation. It takes discipline to to make our lives better. I'm not just talking about the gym. I'm talking about everything. You're not going to be motivated to to tell people that you're feeling like shit and that you want to get high. You're not going to be motivated to do it, but you just do it. You need to do it because it'll save your life. It's as simple as that. Now you need to be talking to the right people, you know, obviously, but that's just what it is, you know? So it's like, if you're telling yourself these things, that you know deep down aren't true. You got to ask yourself, why? what is this? What is this voice that is speaking to me right now? Sometimes you got to just think about it. Sometimes you got to ask yourself, is this self-love or is this fear? Is this self-doubt? It's a very simple question. With the voices that, you, that you're listening to, you really got to figure out what are you paying attention to? And that'll solve a lot of your problems. It takes awareness, being aware of what are you feeding? What are you feeding into? There's a a saying I really like, and it's uh, in all of us, you know, in everybody, we have two wolves, you know, the good wolf and the bad wolf. and which, Which is the one that grows? It's the one that you feed, and it's as simple as that. If you're feeding yourself bad thoughts and you choose to believe it, the bad wolf is going to grow. If you're for, if you're now, this might not become natural. This isn't natural for a lot of us, especially when we come into uh, recovery and and have a lot of damage done. But when we tell ourselves positive things, we look at the opportunities and everything, even when shit is looking bad and we start to make ourselves how I want to word this. You start to shift your belief system slowly, but surely by the things that you, that you tell yourself, you know, you start to work out, right? You start to read self help books. You start going to meetings and you start on a, on a spiritual journey. And I'm not talking religion. I'm not, I'm not, uh, trying to point anyone in a direction that they don't want to go. And that's fine but a spiritual journey is just becoming your best self connecting to something that is higher than you right now and if you think about it if you and i'm kind of going off on a tangent because it started with being too young and being too old but you know what i don't care this is what i do if you if you take a step back and you think about where you are right now there's always room for growth you can always get better and a part of, of of having a spiritual experience and diving into spirituality is connecting to a higher self. It's a higher you, it's a higher version of you, a more connected you. That exists, that exists tomorrow, that exists in the future. And that, you know, a year from now, five years from now, we can always get better. And that's, and that's my idea of a spiritual journey is living in humility and, and not feeding into the ego because when you're feeding into the ego growth growth doesn't really come natural because growth comes from learning and when you're living with your ego you think you know what's best you know humility opening your ears being open minded listening to others being willing to learn reading books taking the high road when people, you know, are, uh, are testing your patience, and it can be hard, you know, but, but we can always become better in every area of our lives. It's cool as fuck. It interests the hell out of me, you know? And I, and I used to not be interested in, in becoming my best self or continuously growing, you know, but man, in every area of my life, it's gotten better over, over the last several years. And it's like, it's because I'm putting focus on just becoming better. It's cool. It's really cool to see where you, where you were at at point A, right? Like where I was eight years ago and where I am today. And it's amazing. And everybody can have that. You know, I'm not special. It's not, everybody can grow. I don't care what, what your story is and what your belief system is. And by you telling yourself you're too young, bullshit. So what? You want to wait? You want to wait to get better? You want to wait until you're 30? You want to wait until you're 40 and 50 and 60 and 70? Why? What type of sense does that make? That doesn't make sense at all. Explain that shit. (laughs) You know you have a problem at 20, but I'd rather wait to get sober when I'm like 30. Why? Doesn't make any sense. Or you're 40 and you'd rather just, you know, You'll figure it out when you're 50. Oh, hi. You know? Uh, so as, as you can see, you know, I'm a little all over the place in, the, in this episode and, and I don't really care. Um, but the idea of waiting or that you're too young and, and that you'll figure it out later or that you're going to miss out on life, uh, you're not going to have fun anymore. It's all BS. It's just not true, you know? And uh, if you're telling yourself that, just understand that it's not true. I'm telling you, I've lived it. You know what I mean? Life can get so good. It can. Like sometimes, man, literally, sometimes I just sit back and I think like, dude, life is so good. I was talking about this with a friend of mine. She was over uh, two days ago and we were talking and I was like, dude, you ever just think like how good life is? You know, like it's so, and she was like, yeah, you know, like, it's just sometimes you got to you it's it's not always good. <laughs> Trust me, I've been in really dark places, you know. And I and I know that some people can be too. And I appreciate that and I understand that. But you cannot have the great without the terrible. When you're in a terrible place, without that, without those opportunities to grow. That's what it is. Those are opportunities to grow. When you're in a dark, fucked up spot and you feel like you're never going to get out of it, dude, you can always get out of it. There's always answers. You know what I'm saying? There always is. I just know that by now. <laughs> I've just I've lived I've, I've been through enough, you know what I'm saying? And you got to appreciate the bad times. I'll never forget. One of my boys said this to me and I wanted to kill him when he said it. And, and one of my boys said to me, I was going through a really bad breakup. I was like 18 years old and I was all messed up on drugs and stuff. And, uh, and he said to me, he said, bro, you're going to appreciate this one day. He's like, you're, he's like, you're, uh, um, he's like, feel, feel it. You know what I'm saying? He's like, dude, wear the pain like a badge of honor you know what i mean he's like dude this is gonna he's like you're going to uh you're going to appreciate this one day and um i wanted to kill him i was like dude you know get the get the hell out of my face (laughs) you know what i mean and and, uh because i really struggled with it it was pretty bad and um man he is he was he right he really he really was you know, and uh, and of course, I mean, I'm not just talking about breakup here. I'm talking about real life stuff. I'm talking about really, really rough, dark times that that drug addiction brings us to, and life just brings us to in general. We can't have good without the bad. You gotta have negative days. You gotta have. You gotta go through pain and gotta have obstacles in order to get to where we want to go in life. You know. So, went off on a tangent there. I started with talking about being young or being too old and. Got a bunch of other stuff, but it's all good. Um, like I said, man, if anybody needs help, just, just, uh, do not hesitate to call my line. All right. <laughs> on cue. There goes, the, there goes my bell. Uh, I will, uh, I'll see you guys on the next one.